This is an IELTS Energy podcast, episode 1231. How many complex sentences equal a grammar seven? Welcome to the IELTS Energy podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. What structures exactly does the examiner need to see to give you a seven or higher on grammar in IELTS writing? Find out from an examiner today so you know what to spend time on to get the scores you need on IELTS writing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Aubrey, we gotta we gotta get get recording here. There's World Cup to watch. Right. We have urgent <laughs> matters to attend to, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> um, for all of our listeners who might be soccer fans, I am so excited. Um, as we're recording this, the first US game is happening right now, and I just ugh, I love winning. World Cup like, season. No every offense, four years. US, but we're not always winning. So that's exciting. Oh, no. oh US <laughs> men is not. They're not a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna you know withhold judgment until i see the final scores anyway (laughs) we're not here to talk about soccer guys even though i wish we were we are here to talk to you about ielts specifically grammar and writing we are answering a fantastic question today and it is a question that we get a lot Yeah, we get a lot of questions about grammar in general, but this specific question I have seen many times because, yeah, it's really not that clear online and with what IELTS gives exactly what the examiner's looking for for your grammar score. So I'm not surprised that we see this type of question really often. Oh, for sure. And even if you look at the public band descriptors, IELTS.org, guys, you can see all the speaking and writing band descriptors. Um, They're incomplete because IELTS has to reserve and keep some aspects private that only examiners know um, about the grading system. And in case you forgot, I was an examiner, so I know what those are. Um, But even if you are seeing all the information, guys, it's still not as clear cut as like, I see four complex sentences, therefore I must give a seven. Like it's, you can't quantify it that easily. Exactly. You, it takes a lot of training and a lot of practice really to be able to quickly grade an essay and know what the grammar score would be because there is a lot that goes into it. So I'm excited to be able to share this information with you guys today. I think after this episode, you're going to have a lot better idea of what you need to do in your essays to get a seven or higher on your grammar score. For sure. So. Thank you to listener Aldo Simonetti for sending us this question. 
So he says, I have a question about IELTS band six and seven descriptors for grammar. Um, he says, as I understand it, um, for a band six, the structures in my essay should contain complex structures and some other complex forms. If I want to get a seven, I need to add other complex structures. He does give examples. Um, uh, 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 yes, <laughs> I'm trying to make trying to summarize it's a long question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, guys, he needs to know, like, what do I have to include to get a seven on grammar? What is the difference between a six and seven for grammar? So let's get into this, guys. Um, I, I would say before we get into this in general, the biggest thing that he's missing, and I think some of you might be missing in this calculation you're making is the number of errors and that really like that can overshadow the number of complex structures you have right like exactly. we can't forget that that is a huge part of our grammar score right exactly that is so sad to me when i see i'll be grading an essay and there are all these amazing grammar structures very impressive sentences that clearly the student has taken all of this time to learn and perfect and then there are right. so many errors with yeah. spelling and punctuation and minor grammar things that they still are getting pulled down to a six or even a five in yeah. spite of these impressive structures exactly so the key is not to learn as many different structures as you can. And I think that's part of what the student is asking. Like, do I need relative clauses, passive modals, complex noun phrases, adjective phrases? Like, I think they're focusing too much on adding on, like piling on all of this knowledge without taking the time to fully understand and perfect each piece of knowledge. I think if you're watching this on YouTube, it's better because I'm like acting it out with my hands. But like that makes sense, right? Like you have to go about this much more slowly than just trying to like, oh, I know what a passive is. I know what a conditional is. I know what like that's not that's still not going to help you. Right. And so I think the best news we have for you guys listening is no, you don't have to know all of these really complicated, difficult grammar structures totally. in order to score seven or higher for grammar. And like you were mentioning, Jessica, your priority should not be there. You should not be spending a lot of time to learn and practice these really complicated sentences yet. Not for IELTS. Maybe later, later, maybe, later. <laughs> maybe not ever, not because right now, yeah, right. We, in real life, you know, even in writing, but definitely not in speaking, like we don't use a lot of complex structures. Right. Or <laughs> if the life. average native speaker does have this complex, they couldn't tell you what the, they couldn't name the clauses. They oh, couldn't no, describe the grammar. So if you're spending all this time to learn which clauses, which and which one am I using? Oh, you're wasting so much time. I Yeah. I mean, this is um, equal in my mind to how students waste time memorizing lists of vocabulary words. Totally. Yes. So if you are memorizing vocabulary words in a list form or even memorizing it with a um, definition, you're not using it. That's not going to help you use it in a sentence. Like that is as much of a waste of time as now I'm using a complex structure as is. Um, we do use like them sometimes. Doing, <laughs> like doing grammar exercises in a grammar book, right? Like those are both exactly. equally a waste of your time for at least as far as IELTS is concerned. Exactly. And that's the thing is 
Think about the exam that you're studying for. You need to know what the examiner's looking for, what these scores actually require, and that is what you want to prepare. And then think about what you can do to improve your score. And a lot of very complicated, complex sentences are opening you up to make so much more mis- so many more mistakes. So and, that's the other yeah, reason to avoid true. that. And these like rare clauses that you're trying to go after. Um, I guess this is more applicable in verb tense when students ask, like, how can I like work in the past perfect continuous in my essay? Cause it looks impressive. Like that's just simply false. It's not true. That is a verb tense that we rarely use. And that means you're not going to need it on IELTS. So why learn it right now? Like, exactly. It, I mean, you just, you don't need it. Like you can't, choose a verb tense it's either right or wrong like <laughs> right that's anyway. the thing you can't pick the one that you want to use there right. is always a correct verb tense for what you're saying exactly yeah. exactly Hello, wonderful students. If you are taking your IELTS exam in the next six months, you should get into the Three Keys IELTS system now. You have a full six months access. It comes with a 30-day study plan and a 60-day study plan. And we guarantee a score increase. So check out the course right now, the Three Keys IELTS success system online 24-7. Go to allearsenglish.com slash K-E. Y-S. So let's try to define this in simple terms for our listeners and give you guys a clear mm, expectation for what you need to do in essays. All right. So, Aubrey, what is a band six for grammar? Oh, I see what you're saying. So you can have a mix of these different types of sentences, but you still can't get a seven if you have too many mistakes. Exactly, exactly. So I would say, um, like, again, we can't put a number on it. We can't say, like, you need exactly three compound sentences and two complex sentences to get, you know, a six or a seven or whatever. Like, that, that's impossible. We can't do that. Um, but what we can say <laughs> is you need a mix. I need to see, I would say, at least two different types of complex sentences in order to consider a six for grammar. Um, and a complex sentence is an independent clause plus a dependent clause. So think relative clauses, right? Those are, I think, the most common complex sentences. Um, like, um, let's see, this is a problem that the government must solve soon, right? So that the government must solve, that is a dependent clause. So that makes it a complex sentence. Compound sentences, guys, these are easy. You guys are already doing these. I know for sure you are. It's it's two independent clauses joined by a conjunction and or yet bet for nor so um you guys are doing that like those are easy i know you are um and a few simple sentences with no mistakes don't have mistakes in simple sentences guys so if you have a mix like that and maybe there's only like a few sentences that are perfect meaning a few sentences with no mistakes that means there's still a lot of mistakes you can get a six but these mistakes cannot impede understanding it means they can't stop me from understanding what you want to say, right? But you could still have lots of mistakes and get a six. Yes, and we for sure want to point you guys to an episode we recorded a little while ago. It's 1177, where we really broke down these three sentence structures. It's called three IELTS band nine sentence one. structures. Yes, we gave you details. Like, what is a simple sentence? 
what is a compound sentence? What is a complex sentence? You have to have all three of these mastered in order to score six or higher. And this way you don't have to focus on all these different structures. If you can take these three that are a little simpler, a little more straightforward, perfect them so that you're ready to get the, your score on test day. That's perfect. I'm so glad you mentioned that, Aubrey. And we also go into a lot more detail about what grammar you need to learn in our IELTS course. We give you the exact grammar structures, like whole sentences um, broken down into, you know, clauses. So you can learn these as like a template sentence, right? And especially for task one, you learn fantastic sentence structures. And then for task two, we focus a lot on the linking words and how to grammatically use those to connect ideas, making complex sentences. And as Aubrey said, like our, part of our mission is to give you guys only what you need to score highly and nothing else. Like, don't waste your time on all this other stuff. Learn, for example, in episode 1177, learn these three structures and nothing else, and you'll at least get a six for grammar. Like, we really want you to use your time wisely. So before we tell you what eight band seven is, I wanna remind you guys to go to allearsenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. Check out our course. We tell you exactly what you need for a seven or higher and exactly how to improve your English every day to get that seven or higher. All right, so let's talk about band seven, right? For this, you need a mix of those three types of sentence structures, but you have to have more complex sentences to prove that you have really mastered that more difficult sentence structure. And a lot of those sentences have to be perfect. Yep, that's the thing. I mean, it really is, it's, it is the number of errors that decide your score more than the different types of sentences, I would say. Um, as, you know, an ex-examiner, like that, that's what I hunt for is errors. I can spot easily if you have some compound sentences, some complex sentences. That's really easy for me to see, like immediately, right? And most students do, <laughs> I'm telling you, like you're probably already doing this. Um, it's the errors. So if I skim the essay and I see like, oh my gosh, there are so many perfect sentences, then I th start thinking, okay, this is at least a band seven for grammar. And then I could look more closely. Awesome. Let's talk about eight because we know a lot of you are aiming to get an eight on writing and you want to know what does it take to get an eight on that grammar score, right? And this is where you do need more structures. You need to prove that these more difficult, more complicated structures you're able to create some of them and you can only have one to two sentences that contain mistakes. Mm -hmm. It's d very difficult to get an eight on grammar. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's really hard guys. Um, and here's like a little caveat that isn't, I don't think it's usually public knowledge cause it sounds weird, but examiners are trained to also look at the type and variety of mistakes. So if you have like one little grammar thing that is just, you've, you just can't master articles, but everything else is perfect, you could still get an eight. Like if you just have like this one hang up, this one type of mistake that you make a few times um, and, and you don't make any other kinds of mistakes, you could still get an eight for grammar, right? So which is, I think is an interesting sort of exception that people don't know about. Um, so hopefully guys, we have answered this question and it, there's no magic number to tell you. We can't say memorize, you know, 10 different structures and that's all you need. It, that's not possible. Um, but the outline we gave you today, right? How many sentences have to be perfect with no errors in order to get a seven? And that's really what you need to aim for is improving the structures you know 
and not adding more structures if you haven't already mastered the first ones, because then you're just going to make more mistakes. Exactly. Spend your time where it's the most valuable. So when you have this understanding from this episode and check out 1177, that's going to give you such a clearer idea of what you need to focus on in order to get as high of a grammar score as you can. Awesome. Um, so remember, guys, our Three Keys IELTS online course, um, it is guaranteed to increase your IELTS score or we pay for the course that you bought from us and we pay for your exam, guys. So go to allyoursenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. Academic, general, computer, paper, it's all there. We got the course you need. Um, allyoursenglish.com slash keys. Awesome. This is fun, Jessica. As always. As always. <laughs> now you Bye, can go watch soccer. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.